Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. This is BRN AM for Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. And our top story today, how to choose and watch films with your mental health in mind. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Amanda McNabb is with the Huntsman Mental Health Institute. Amanda, it is great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thanks for having me. How important are, I know uh, in the context of the Sundance Film Festival and, and your organization is readily involved with that, but how important are the films that we watch, the medium that we consume, how important is that to our overall mental health? I think it's really important to know that our mood and how we're feeling, how we're anticipating the world around us is often really related to the films, the social media, the video games, the everything that we experience, because it's often a microcosm of what we're going through or what we're dealing with at the time. Yeah. And I mean, we, we, I would argue, and, you know, since even before the pandemic, but the pandemic certainly increased our content viewing. And I think a lot of Americans, whether it's on TikTok, YouTube, Amazon Prime, I mean, you name the streaming services, they're out there consuming content and they're doing it individually. This has an impact on your, your mental health. Absolutely. When I've worked in private practice, I've often talked to people about utilizing comedies or films that were uplifting when they were feeling really depressed at the time or feeling anxious because it was something that would shift the mood for them and hopefully help them to experience something a little bit different than what was already going on internally for them. And, you know, a lot of movies, you know, Hollywood independent filmmakers, you know, they create a movie or a, a film or a short film documentary to evoke some level of emotion. And, and do you think that people in general understand that? So when you're consuming content and you're watching The Predator, we were talking before about the Arnold Schwarzenegger ad on uh, the Super Bowl. I think it was State Farm. I think we agreed to it. But, but if you're watching The Predator, do, do you think that the consumer understands that that really uh, can impact, you know, you know, get to the chopper? Does that really have an that's a bad impression, but does that really have an impact on the um, uh, on someone's mental health and are consumers aware? I don't think we think about it. I think we're looking for entertainment. We're looking for something that's going to take us out of our current world and enter something else for a little bit. But I don't think we actually think about these things when we're picking movies and we're hoping that something will spark an interest or give us that moment of entertainment, not necessarily realizing that we're gonna walk away with something. And that's really the intention of a lot of the filmmakers out there. And, and should you, should you um, and last question before we go to a commercial break, but should you as a consumer, uh, just like you, you, know, you don't get too many credit cards or you don't eat too many sweets, should you be, more actively aware and, and incorporate like, okay, I'm feeling a little down on the dumps. Maybe I don't want to watch a, uh, I don't know, a movie that maybe would ex exacerbate those feelings, or maybe I should watch something that's going to be a little bit more uplifting as opposed to, as opposed to depression. Because as we were talking off, off camera or off screen, um, you know, mental health is a big challenge for so many Americans and it's, and it's only gotten progressively worse 
so do you need to apply that lens to whatever you consume? I think any time that we can be aware of how we're doing internally and what pieces we are putting around us. So again, whether it's movies, whether it's having uh, a comfy place to, to watch those things, that makes a big difference. If we are feeling like we want to watch something that might be triggering to us, then we may want to look at not doing it at that moment, or we may want to look at the environment that we decide to consume that media in. Well, Amanda, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about picking the right film for your mood and maintaining your mental health. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Amanda McNabb of the Huntsman Mental Health Institute. Amanda, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. Well, thank you again for having me. And I do apologize for my really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, impression. I do other good impressions, but clearly that one was not one at, at, at my best. Uh, Amanda, I want to ask you about couples. Let's start with couples, then we'll go to parents and children. Uh, my wife and I um, were two different, obviously two different people. We have very different tastes, and oftentimes when we're selecting content to watch, you know, she may want one type of program, and I may want another type of program, and we have some difficulties kind of resolving that. Um, how does how does that how does this decision making not only play into the mental health of a couple but also the the engagement the relationship of a couple you know i think based on different personalities based on different moods how stressed you are at the time it really can impact which movies you might want to choose what your partner might want to choose at that time i think always compromise is helpful being able to take turns sometimes one person gets to pick and then the next movie the other person gets to pick but being able to again 
influence what's going on. Figure out, well, why do you not want to watch that one? Is there something specific about it? I know personally, my husband and I do the same thing. We have a hard time choosing movies. He always picks something that makes me cry. And I don't know why, but um, the great films, I just always end up crying at the end of them. So we switch back and forth and choose things that uh, he enjoys, but then I enjoy at the same time and um, compromise from time to time, just because that's how you really have a relationship that allows people to express themselves. Yeah, I think you're, I think, I didn't mean to laugh. I wasn't laughing at you. I was just laughing because it's so apropos for our, my, mine and my wife's relationship, how we just can, cannot agree. I want to watch Hallmark movies and Bob Ross uh, paintings, especially with the black gesso. And she's just like, no, that just makes, gives me anxiety. Let's, let's shift gears, talk a little bit about parents. And I think post-pandemic, I think parents, uh, first of all, they're the, in addition to the, uh, the first responders, the parents are like really the heroes here of the pandemic. I mean, they had to go to work, take care of the family, food, all that kind of stuff, and also make sure that their kids showed up at school. So if you're a parent, and, and, and I think a lot of parents, in, just anecdotally, are exacerbated, uh, or not exacerbated, exasperated, uh, because their kids are always consuming content. How do you make sure that you, you know, you're not overwatching, you're not censoring, but you're being a good parent and making sure that depending on your child's age, you're finding appropriate content and you're letting them watch appropriate content that will not spill over into their mental health? I think one of the biggest things is to be informed, to look at if it's a movie Read the summary, find out more information about it. Is this something that you feel is good for your child? Or developmentally, is it a little bit above their head? Afterwards, have a conversation. Talk to them about what did they see? What did they take away from it? Did they enjoy it? Being able to have open dialogue is one of the best things that parents can do with their kids to maintain healthy communication and when somebody needs assistance, that child should be able to go back to the parent and feel comfortable talking to them when they are in need of some support. Uh, last question. I would, you know, I remember when PG-13, uh, I'm dating, really dating myself, but PG-13 came out from the MPAA. Yes, I know we all laugh, but it is, I remember that. And, and, and that was a big deal and helped guide parents. And today uh, you turn on Amazon Prime or Netflix and it tells you at the very top corner, has this, 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 and this. Do we need some additional ratings or annotations about, you know, I, I can tell you Disney has things like the lights will might trigger something in your, in your brain or in your eyes. Uh, do we need something more that might say, hey, uh, this may tr trigger anxiety or, or other mental health issues? You know, I think it's so personal. There are things that are gonna impact one person differently than another. It's always nice to be informed, but at the same time, people need to make choices for themselves of what they feel that they're ready for, what parents feel that their child is ready for, because one 10-year-old may be developmentally a little bit younger than another one. And so we don't want them watching certain movies just yet because their understanding of what happens is maybe not the same as another. So I don't know that more ratings is really the way to go, but definitely having more information so that you can make good choices is important. Yeah, really, really important. And I think a lot of people 
we all maybe misunderstand the impact that this that media can have on our, on our psyche. Amanda, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. All right. Thank you. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest. Somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRNAM. We'll have a very special guest and, of course, an important topic. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving. Don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts, so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.